Hey everyone, this is Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends recap romance novels while being our ridiculous selves right in front of you. If you're a patron, get ready for Aaron and I to recap a little movie called The Christmas Bell for You. It's a Christmas retelling of Beauty and the Beast that might have been written by a bot and includes the most majestic shirtless man runs that's ever been committed to film. That'll be out in audio and video this week. Now, we have a much-anticipated recap for you. It's Mangoes and Mistletoe by Adriana Herrera, and I could not get enough. Here we go. Oh, hey, Erin. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? I'm great. What's going on? Normal stuff. Normal stuff. Was it, wait, before we started, I was like, did I tell you about this thing? And then we were like, oh. no, we should talk about it. It was a toaster situation of some sort. And another oh, mystery guys. about your computer, which I don't know if I'm, we're ever going to get to. No. no. Wait. Do you want to talk about that? The phantom music? Oh, no, no, no. no. Oh, okay. No. You guys, sometimes we get phantom ghost music on the we podcast, do. and, and I we think it, it has something to do with my electrical grounding in my yeah. house. It's very interesting stuff it that really I'm sure is. you guys would love to hear about. No, this is an issue with my toaster oven. <laughs> okay. I recently bought that toaster oven that's, like, advertised all the time, nonstop on Hulu, that, like, folds up. It's the Ninja toaster oven that folds up into the wall. Have you seen it? No. It's like an air fryer slash toaster oven, which you guys don't believe the lies. Air fryers are just convection ovens. They are. But it's both a convection oven and a toaster mm-hmm. and um, some other stuff. You can do other stuff in it. Bake. Things like that. Okay. So I okay. wanted it because my toaster oven has been is jank. Sure. David got it for me. And I was so excited about it. And I made some toast in it. And you can do, like, the number of toasts on it, but yeah. I couldn't figure out how to adjust the time. Like, you just tell it toast and how many toasts, and then it's, like, four minutes. And I'm like, uh, but what if I want my toast more toasty? Or less toasty. Or less toasty. You know, whatever. People like different toasts, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different breads, different toasts, you know. Yes. So I said to David, gosh, I just really wish that there was a toastiness button. There has to be a toastiness button, Aaron. And he laughed at me and he was like, Aaron, read aloud for me the buttons on the toaster oven. Oh, no. It was, a, it was a cat food moment. It was a cat food moment. What happened? What happened? Was there a picture of Don't a toast cat oven? food moment? Was, was there a little, a little picture that had a really, really dark toast and a really, really light toast? So I read aloud the buttons. <laughs> And at the bottom, it was, it was, so there's like, you know, oven, toast, air fry, <laughs> dehydrate, so blah, blah, blah. And then That's there's a knob. And then underneath the knob mm-hmm. are two buttons. One has a light bulb on it. Okay. And the other one says darkness. <laughs> no, Aaron. Oh, no. And David said, what did you think that the darkness button did? <laughs> And I said, <laughs> "Turn off the light." Did you say and I turn said off that the it light? it turns off the light inside the toaster oven because when you push the bu- the light bulb button, it turns on the light in there, so you can see your toasty's getting real toasty. When you then I thought, 
that you would then push the darkness <laughs> button for darkness. Because they were next to each other. There. Uh-huh. You had to make it dark in there. <laughs> no, I'm crying. You're ruining the makeup I did for Patreon. Oh, no. And when, when I told him that, he <laughs> laughed so hard he was on the floor. And you know, he's a pretty, like, a taciturn guy. He's not... Mm-hmm. He's not a laugh on the floor kind of guy. I mean, he is about his own jokes, but not about <laughs> other people's jokes. <laughs> and I thought it was pretty reasonable. <laughs> the darkness would mean darkness. And what it actually does is it resets the mode on the thing, and then you can turn the knob to adjust the time, the time of the toasties. Oh. <laughs> um, so then I did a silly thing and I texted sure. all my friends a picture of the toaster oven. <laughs> And you were asleep before you before you start your tirade about Melody friend. Why Melody not get text? You, it was a time zone issue. I texted Ooh. a picture of the thingy to all of my friends and including a couple HBs, if I recall. I think Jackie was was still up and said, what do you think darkness button does? And all said makes toast more dark. <laughs> so now... In the mornings when we wake up, David mm-hmm. says things like, would you mind turning off the dark? Um, what other things? Just horrible, horrible mean stuff. We got a projector. We got a projector to make a movie theater in our basement. So now one wall is a big screen that uh-huh. we project onto. Yeah. And he wanted to go get a, a more nicer projector. To make the movies more nicer. Sure. And video games, particularly dark ones. And he said, This is, I, you guys, it, I'm stupid. No, you're not. Take it back. He, he said that if we get a better projector, that the dark will be darker. Like where it's black on the screen uh-huh. will be a more darker black, right. which will make the picture better. Mm-hmm. And I said, How does a projector make darks darker? Because it's the absence of light, right? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Sure. And he said, well, this fancier projector has a darkness button. And it was so mean. (laughs) I mean. And what it is, is it's better at light. So the light is more crisp. So there's less light bleed into it. And if I would have thought about it for a little bit, I would have. Instead, I just asked. And then he humiliated me. I did the same thing. Michael and I always regret that, would, it. that there's a darkness button and you can push it, <laughs> then you can turn the dial up to make it darker. Oh mm. no. Wow. He asks to turn on the dark. Would you mind turning on the he asks Alexa, turn on the dark? Oh right, that's not a thing. <laughs> I have not laughed this hard in banter in a very long time. Wow. Well, I'm glad I could be here for what you. A fucking treat. I have an announcement to make before we do our Christmas book. Please. Because do you recall that we read Thanksgiving Groom for Thanksgiving? Of course I did. Do you remember the end of Thanksgiving Groom where they found the treasure? In the we can build a blue No, no singing. pretend. (laughs) Pretend Parsons Browns. Parsons Browns. Um, So they found that box and then the lady was like, let's open it. I'm so mad about this. And we didn't see what it was. You completely read that book. You you used some of your precious fucking time 
to read yeah. the next book, Erin, and I... Oh, I didn't read all of it. <laughs> I, like, I control F for, like, box and okay. stuff until okay. I could find where they opened the box. I didn't read all of The Lawman's Christmas Wish, you bitch. All right, good. I'm very glad about that. But I wanted to know what was in the box, right? Yeah, like, tell me everything. It's important. Yeah, I hear you. You don't get to the end of seven and not find out what's in the box. You've got to know what's in the box. I hear you. I hope it was better than the end of seven. We predicted it was not Gwyneth Paltrow's severed head. Hilarious. That's so good. Thank goodness. (laughs) Hilarious is what I almost said. I was going to edit it out. Now I can't, you bitch. You guys, you heard it here first. When Melanie got to the end of seven and found out that it was his poor wife's that box, she was like, ha ha. Hilarious. Oh my God. You guys, that's the real Melody. Um, anyways. So we anyway, what we predicted it would be a Bible, right? Mm-hmm. It was not, it was a note from old timey's guy. Yeah. And it said that you should just like be grateful for what you have. Of course. Mm -hmm. And be thankful. And they were like, you know what? We are thankful. And our hearts are full this Christmas. Thank Mm -hmm. you, old timey gold prospector. But then. But then. On the bottom of the box, there was a corner of an old timey (gasps) piece of paper sticking out. And they lifted the velvet bottom of the box. Oh, my god! And they found that it was an old-timey deed to an old-timey gold mine that is still full of gold. And then everyone was rich. No Christmas morals. What a Christmas fake out. Wow. Then they actually had something to be grateful for. Yeah. They were like, oh, God, we wasted so much time being grateful for what we had a few minutes ago. (laughs) Now we're rich, rich. Um, And then they... Dove like Scrooge McDuck into their gold. Perfect. Anyway, I wanted to let everybody know we did find out what what was in the box. Oh, thank goodness. Wow, I was really losing sleep over that, Aaron. I was. And I purchased the lawman's secret Christmas wish or whatever. Oh, boy. It's sitting on my Kindle. You can see on my Goodreads, you can see it like that it's being read. For eternity. Wow, you're just it's you're just gonna let it sit there. It, incredible. What am I gonna do? Market red? No. <laughs> What do I do? I know what we're going to do right now. Talk about mangoes and mistletoes. Recap a much better book than I'm sure that was. Bow, bow, yeah. bow, bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> True. It's mangoes. It's mistletoes. It's mangoes. It's mistletoes. It's those things. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. Okay. So we are reading our very first Adriana Herrera book for Heaving Bosoms. And I'm very excited about it. You specifically requested this. You're like, when we get to Christmas, this is what I want to do. I requested it last year at Christmas. I was like, yeah. I don't care whatever else happens. I didn't have any idea what 2020 had in store for us. And yet I said to myself, you know what we need at Christmas next year? It's mangoes and it's mistletoes. I feel like we read something last year that made you angry and you were like, I want a better Christmas book or something Probably. like that. Like, I feel like you were like, none of this anymore. We're going to have good Christmas <laughs> Yeah, times. maybe. Maybe that's what happened. It may have been hangover from Thanksgiving. Maybe. But congratulations to us. I did it again. Good job, Melody. <laughs> what great job, taste Melody. you have. What great taste you have. Here we go. <laughs> okay. So you liked book? I loved book. Start to finish. Loved book. Loved it. It I like infused okay. life into me again. Ooh, it did not life affirm me, but it's That's it was fine. fine. Yeah. No, it maybe hit all... I read it with like a level of maybe I have like just some malaise. I don't know. Maybe I, mean, I just you did it wasn't just read hidden. Lawman's Christmas, whatever the fuck. So I read chapter of Lawman's <laughs> Christmas, whatever the fuck. <laughs> and even that is a little bit liberal for what, what I read of it. <laughs> 
All right. All right. We open up the book and Kiskea is in Edinburgh. Is it Kiskea or is it Kikea? I'm glad we're talking about this because before we get to the written out phonetically, Mm-hmm. I before I got to that, I was like, oh no, we're recapping this book on the podcast. And I love mm-hmm. Adriana Herrera. I can't fuck this up. Right. And so I texted my friend Hector because he was born in the Dominican Republic. Wonderful. This is so much better than all of my Googling. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. I just like Googled my friend Hector. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> he said, uh, so you know how in the book she's like, oh my gosh, this woman knows what my name means, she knows it's the, I think it's Taino word for like a beach or mm-hmm. something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was. I'm very sorry. What her name means? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it means I like texted, my most beautiful island or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's the, it's a Taino word. T-A-I-N-O. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. Taino. So I was just, I just, no context whatsoever. I said, hey, do you know how to pronounce this name? And I just mm-hmm. said it out. I was like, the character is from the Dominican Republic. I want to get it right. And he said, oh, that's so that's so funny. That's a phonetic spelling of this word in Taino. And it means this oh. thing. And you pronounce it. And and he sent me like a voice memo. And he was like, Kiskeya. And he kept on saying it for me. And it was so he said the, the S in it. Yeah. Kiskeya. And then we FaceTimed with them later because our kids love them like to death. And oh, it disappeared. Darn it. Oh, I hate it when those voice thingies disappear. Yeah. It's the worst. Do you have to like save them or they go away? Yeah, I hate that. God damn it. I was going to play it on my microphone and it's gone. Um, That's yeah, okay. He said like Kiskea. Okay. But then later in the book, Sully says something and, and she says her name Kikea. Yes. And so I asked him about that mm-hmm. afterwards. And he was like, I mean, I don't know. The only way I've ever thought to pronounce it, the only way I've ever heard it is with the S. But, hmm. you know, maybe if somebody's like there could be different pronunciations in different sure, regions yeah. or in different places. Yeah. If you're <laughs> if you're rushing the name, you can drop the S, I guess. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, saying it faster, not rushing it. Sure, sure. Anyway, so I don't really know what to do. Yeah, well, and I, well, let's just say Kiskea and leave it at that. Okay. But then also later in the book, I think it's actually maybe in the epilogue or at the end end. Yeah. When Kiskea shows up at Sully's place, Mm -hmm. she says something like, she said my name in the Spanish way. So then I was like, well, what's the Spanish way for Sully? Is it Suli? I think it's Suli. Yeah. Yeah. That would be my guess. Yeah. I mean, my guess too, but I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know if Sully is short for a longer name or I don't know. Yeah. Let us know, HBs. If you know, let us know. Yeah. Let us know. We love hearing from you. Okay. So Kiskea is in Edinburgh. And she's there because there's a baking competition that she has. The Holiday Baking Challenge. That's the one. And she has gotten her spot in it and it could completely change her life for two reasons. One, part of the grand prize is a paid internship at like a really super bougie, revered restaurant. Well, one of two different ones, right? Like yes. there's one. there are two internships you can choose between. One is in LA and that is like the bougie one that's like the classical cooking, like mm-hmm. French pastries one. Yeah. And then there's one in New York, which is like a little more cooler, I think. Yeah, I think right? so too. I think so too. That one was definitely Mexican owned. I remembered that. Mm-hmm. The, the mm-hmm. New York one. Yeah. But I don't remember what, like, it's just like a little more cool and creative, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's not as um, stodgy. Mm-hmm. The other one seems Traditional. very stodgy. Right, right, right. Yeah. 
So anyway, that and she is running out of her work visa. And so getting a paid internship like this would help her extend her work visa. Right. Because she came to the U.S. three years ago to do culinary school. Mm-hmm. And she's like super anxious. She needs to win this thing. She needs to knock right. it out of the park. It has to happen. And her thing is she came to the U.S. She ha- is working her way up in like very traditional classical cooking kitchens, right. like trial by fire sort of thing. And she wants to be in one of those like very traditional classical baking serious kitchens like she wants to be serious yeah whereas our other heroine sully was born and raised in the u.s right Mm -hmm. in new york city and she's also dominican and she is a home cook yeah but she's been doing these like pop-up stores yes through her parents bodega right yes yes yeah so so the cool thing about this fictional baking challenge is that they have They have four like traditionally trained pastry chefs and then they have four very talented home taught bakers Mm -hmm. and they pair them together and then they create like, you know, they go through the challenge as a pair. They split the prize. They do they do everything as a team. So I think and that's a that's a really cool. I don't I wonder if it's based on something real. And if not, you know, the cooking channel is missing out on a lot. Yeah, it seems like this is one of those like holiday baking. There's so many of those holiday baking thingies. There are. Yeah. The I mean, British the only one I watch the... is Nailed It. So like it's totally different. You know? the, <laughs> the only one I watch is Halloween Wars. There we go. <laughs> I'm a pumpkin slut. Oh, man. My friend Christine came over one day and we had, we called it the best day of 2020. Ooh. We, we both thought we had a horrible work thing. to. Ha- it was our day. It was either a Saturday or a Friday that we had off. And we both had this horrible nightmare work thing we had to do that we were just like dreading. And we're like, okay, we're just going to stay on the phone with each other. We're going to check in throughout the day to like maintain our sanity because it's so horrible. And then both of our horrible work things just kind of like went away by like 10 a.m. in one way or another. And we're like, let's get fucking brunch. So we went out and grabbed some brunch and brought it back and we just like ate the shit out of some brunch. We got like double brunch, both of us, like double order brunch. And we just watched Halloween Wars for like 12 hours. Wow. And then we got like double Indian food. We went and got like the, a crazy amount of naan, just like naan garlic. Like, oh, it was so good. And then we watched more Halloween Wars. It was <gasps> the best day of 2020. Wow, anyway, that sounds like it. Honestly. It was. Wow. I hope that was an entertaining story for you. I don't know if it was it, or not. It completely anyway, was. Halloween Wars is the best. I've never even heard of it. So I'm going to do a Google. Okay. So... Kiskeya is I just like, want to tell you a little bit about Halloween Wars. <laughs> so <laughs> they pair a baker, a pumpkin carver, and a, a sugar artist oh, shit. together. And they have to make these huge life-size Halloween dioramas. Holy shit. It's insane. Like edible ones with pumpkins? Yeah, like they there has to be a pumpkin component, a sugar component, and a baking component. Wow. And then they'll give them a theme like zombie road trip and then they've all got to make like a big diorama mm-hmm. that's insane. insane it's so good yeah oh that Halloween sounds really wars, cool man. i'm definitely yeah. gonna do a google wow oh boy it's july folks that means new bonkers book club selections and let me tell you our cup runneth over first there's a historical smorgasbord you get the entire box set of Nicola Davidson's Surrey SFS series. If you're not familiar, that stands for Sexual Freedom Society. 
This box set includes five ridiculously spicy historicals with a variety of gender pairings and trios and so much more that makes my heart sing. Then Jenny and Katie are offering up one of their all-time favorites, Brutal Prince by Sophie Lark. That's the mafia book where the heroine accidentally sets the hero's house on fire and then makes sure her mouth is full of strawberries because she knows he's extremely allergic. Best wedding kiss ever, right? And then we decided to do a little bonus. We wanted to see if audiobooks are something you'd like as part of book club. And Kay Lorraine and Meg Ann have a series called The Mate Games. You get to listen to book one, Obsession. It's a paranormal reverse harem that's done with duet narration. And the cast of narrators is insanely good. So Joybringers have tons to look forward to. If you want to join, check out our website. The link is in the show notes. So Piskea is like, I am not here to make friends. I cannot be distracted. I am here to do my business, yes. fucking win, and get my shit done. That's it. Sully is like just happy to be nominated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then she's meeting all the other people. There's a bunch of side characters that are totally great and two that absolutely suck. They are the Beccas and we will never, ever speak about them again unless we have to because they are entitled assholes. Well, they're super important to the plot. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. And when we have to talk about them, we will. Okay. However, (laughs) so she's meeting all the people and then all of a sudden this force of nature walks in in like a tartan goddamn skirt and like curly hair and lips for days and boobs that just like mesmerize you. Her name is Sully and she comes in and Kisuke is like, oh, fuck, my distraction just walked in because like this is bad news. I am incredibly attracted to this woman and she is just a beam of sunshine and she's so great and oh no what am i going to do and so she she amps up the grump factor a ton like a ton just up there in the grumps Mm -hmm. and meanwhile then chapter two is sully's perspective right after they meet i i want to just note what a surly bitch kiske is and i know you don't want to talk about any beccas but here's the thing there's two ladies named rebecca spelled differently and they're both influencers you can see the like parallels to real cooking shows it's like one guy's like the southern tattooed like Uh guy with a man bun and like you know all the different stereotypes of people who are on these shows Mm -hmm. and so there's these two influencers and she's just like yeah i know who they are like i've seen their instagrams like their cakes look dry as hell yeah like somebody's introducing one of those rebeccas and is like hey this is rebecca with an i and she invented the hashtag. <laughs> she invented the hashtag uh, cupcake cuties. And then Kiskea totally knows who that is. In her inner monologue, she's like, "Yeah, yeah. I've seen that shit before." And then out and then loud, she's like checking her nails, and she's like, "Yeah, I don't know that hashtag." <laughs> <laughs> so good, I love her. She's so surly. Well, but listen, so she was salty. nice and wonderful to everybody else because they were nice and wonderful. Meanwhile, these two goddamn Rebecca's are just sitting there, like on their phones, being total bitches. Like not yeah. looking up, not not giving anybody the time of day. And then they only did that when somebody like literally said their name and called attention to them. And then they were like, oh, hello. Yeah. I wouldn't be nice to them either. I mean, I wouldn't be mean to them, but certainly wouldn't give them any of the attention they want. Those entitled assholes. Okay. So Sully comes in and she's like, oh, 
boy, I likes the look of Kiskea. And she's super drawn to her and she keeps trying to make conversation. She's like, have you gotten any of the buffet? Because I mm-hmm. was heading over to the buffet and maybe we could, I don't know, walk together. And Kiskea's like, yeah, I'm really fucking hungry. I guess I'll go. She keeps on trying to make conversation and Kiskea's like not having any of it. She's like very standoffish and her reaction very oddly for her is to just try harder Mm -hmm. she's like i don't know what is going on with me but i just want this woman to like me and (laughs) to talk to me and to look at me and like maybe you know check out my tits again Mm -hmm. because she can she saw they both saw yeah they saw each other checking each other out and sully's like my gaydar has never been wrong and this is a lesbian who wants me (laughs) i am a lesbian who wants her and it's gotta go down anyway we find out through her inner monologue that she sort of put her life on hold recently. Sully. Yes, Sully. And Kiske is like, how did you get here? You know, what's what's your story? And she says her family nominated her. And so mm-hmm. just like Aaron said, she's just like really happy and grateful to be there. She does very much want to win. And she certainly says that. It's not that she's not competitive. It's just that she never saw this in her future. And so she's just like, this could be a really good experience, no matter what the outcome is. But it kind of makes Kiskea be like, oh, you know, because it's like yeah. her whole life. She's like her whole life's on yeah. the line. And the, the other one's just like, oh, like, I didn't even like try to get nominated. Right, like, right, I right. I don't even know how I got here. <laughs> and then like one of the issues I had reading this book. And again, it's objectively a good book. I think it just hit me at the wrong time. Like sure. sometimes when we read for the podcast, it's just like not the book that you would have chosen to read completely right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I got really into the Duke I'd like to F book. And then yeah. it's like, oh, I want to read another historical, but I had to read this instead. So yeah. I think I just wasn't in the right. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, one of the issues I I had was it's in first person off and on chapter. Like we have Kiskea's perspective than Sully's perspective. Yeah. And sometimes it was difficult for me because their voices are so similar to mm. know which one was talking. Like mm. when they were explicitly talking about their background or what intention they wanted to go in with yeah. the championship mm-hmm. or like the things that made them very different, mm-hmm. I, I knew who was talking. But when it was just like conversation, I would forget whose perspective I was in a lot. Yeah, that's funny. One of the things that I sort of had to do double takes every once in a while was figuring out who was the next line of dialogue because sometimes they would the same person would talk again after like a little bit of thought and I would be like wait is that Mm -hmm. Kiskea or is that Sully like I need to figure it out and then I'd have to go like three more lines down and then you know contextualize it again right so I I see what you're saying and I know like at this brunch one of them kind of challenges the other one on kind of not being Dominican enough or assuming that the other one does not like blood sausages Mm. because and I don't even remember which one it was I think Kiskea is the one that says like oh like not all Dominicans like these and then Sully's like oh so you're just calling me basic like they they have a little bit of like tension over is the one who says that yeah over like not being Dominican enough for the other because or being grew a certain up, kind of Dominican. Yeah, like this yeah, kind yeah. of like clash. Like Kiskea grew up in the Dominican Republic and Sully grew up in New York City and went back to visit for summers. Yeah. Yeah. And so Kiskea has some kind of some memories and something, you know, she left for a reason. Right. And kind of feels like Sully has this kind of sunny fake-ish, like maybe not a romanticized a version. Yeah, yeah, romanticized version. Anyway, 
But this part that I have highlighted where one challenges the other on like, oh, you actually like blood sausages? I have no mm-hmm. idea which one it was for my highlighting because I can yeah. feel either of them doing that. Yeah, completely. Right. So it's funny because in this conversation, Kiskea is either very standoffish or, you know, she's sort of just like surly and Sully can't get a read on why she says a lot of things like mm-hmm. that comment about the blood sausages. She's like, right. what do I do I come across as so basic that I wouldn't like them? Is right. that what she meant? Or like, is that a compliment? Like, I don't understand what's going on. Right. And the more she tries to tease her and like, you know, push her buttons to see what happens, the more that Kiskea just like shuts the hell down. Mm-hmm. So then they go, uh, they go and they sit down and Sully keeps on sort of trying to flirt And then she finally just gives up and she's like, you know what? Fuck this. Like this. Mm -hmm. Why am I trying so hard with this woman who obviously doesn't like me? Like, I don't know what Mm -hmm. I did or what her deal is, but like, I'm I'm cool. And yet she can't help but like keep looking at her and keep being like, do you like me now? You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then the competition people come in because they're going to announce the teams. So, oh, boy, I don't think. Anybody could tell what happens next year. <laughs> do you? <laughs> okay, so they put the two Rebecca's together and Ugh. then they put Sully and they put kind of like like with like in a yeah. lot of ways together. Yeah, so there's the two sort of southern southern dudes, one's from right. like North Carolina, one's from Atlanta. They're both very attracted to each other, which is very cute. And I love that Adriana Herrera gave us so many HEAs in one book, you know? Mm-hmm. I loved mm-hmm. it. And then there's another, there's Gustavo and uh, Kaori, I think her name is. Yeah. Yeah. So they're together. And then they call them the Dominican Divas. And yeah. they put them together. I didn't love that, but it's very cooking show, you know? Well, and yeah, it is. And Kiskea <laughs> does not love that. She's she's really pit she does not want to get pigeonholed yes. as this Dominican baker. And she's like She's pissed off that they're together. She's like, oh, they're just going to expect now they're going to want us to make gingerbread guava stuff. You know, it's like, I don't I don't want this. I want to be taken seriously as a serious baker. Yeah. And we find out that that's because she's got some baggage about how she's been treated in kitchens later on. But obviously Mm -hmm. we and certainly Sully don't have that context yet. All Sully can see is this person she just met after having been paired with her, goes completely rigid and totally mm-hmm. ashen. And she's Hates just it. like, yeah, she's just like, what is like, okay, I guess we're going to have to make the best of it, but I don't know what's going on with this. Mm-hmm. So they're supposed to do some bonding before uh, the filming starts. So they take them <laughs> to this castle. Can I read it? Yes, please. Yes, please. So this is this is Kiskea's voice. Mm-hmm. Putting the two Dominicans together, what the hell? Because that's all it was. They wanted us in a team so yep. that we could put some adobo in the show or some shit. I highlighted that too. Well, they were in for a hell of a surprise. <laughs> I am. I was not some Dominican spice fairy. I was a cranky <laughs> bitch with a job to do. If they needed comic relief, it was. I was not the motherfucking one. I love I think her. That's what they're thinking is like. Oh, these are going to be like the sassy divas on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna like shit. swing their hips and you know yeah, talk Spanish uh-huh. to each other or whatever yep. and you're like oh go fuck yourself but spoiler alert they do things with their hips and they, they do talk do. spanish to oh each boy. Other. <laughs> and they do all of that in the kitchen and out and of in it. The bedroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay so on the way there they're sitting next to each other and they're meant to be going to a high tea so in the first chapter we heard that kiskea is like over the moon excited to go to this high tea like the lady tells her that's what's on the agenda and she was like oh like in her brain she's like i was hoping that's what we were gonna do and so now 
that she's uh, she's really mad about the team and everything else. She's just like a surly bear. So they're trying to talk to her on the way there. And they're like, oh, yeah, are you excited, too? And she's like, I mean, I really wish that we could just be practicing, you know, like Mm -hmm. this seems like such a waste of time. And everybody's like, man, she turned into a Debbie Downer. Yeah. But then (laughs) they get there and Sully, especially when I get out of doors post 2020, she does Mm -hmm. a full melody. What is that? Everybody at your wedding probably thinks I'm such a mental case. Because when I get to new (laughs) places like this, I just get so excited. (laughs) And so Sully gets off the bus and she's like, we're in a castle. And she's like, this is a moment. Oh, my gosh. This is so cool. And she makes everybody take selfies. And it's really cute. Mm -hmm. And I just saw myself, you know, Mm -hmm. for a moment. Yeah. 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 Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So then she's like, you need to come over here and take selfies with us. And mm-hmm. she says, she says, Ben to her, like, come over here. Mm-hmm. And Kiskea can't, she cannot even deal. And she just feels like a magnetic pull toward this woman as she's like, come to me. <sighs> and she does a big melt. Hot. You know, like yeah. Sully puts her arms around her shoulder and it's really cute. When Sully laughs, it makes her think of flowers. Oh, my gosh. What a swoon. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And at one point, I don't know if it's like they do a lot of little like trips that kind of blended together for me that mm-hmm. I didn't understand. They're like all on a bus and they're going to different Scotland Christmas places all day. It seemed like. So it was just to the it was just it was to the just castle to the and back. <laughs> yeah. OK. Do they go to different places in the castle then? Because it seemed no. like she was like, aren't you going to go to the bar and do the elves with okay, me? Okay, okay. Aren't you so going to that... go do the shop times with right. me? Aren't okay. you going to go to the tea? And I'm all like, right. well, how okay. much stuff is in this? No. So on the way there, it's all just. It's all just conversation. On the way there, Sully's like, oh, my gosh, there's a Christmas village. We should go together. And then she looks at everybody else. And because then Kiske is like, no, I'm definitely not doing that. And Sully verbally overrides her by looking at everybody else in the bus and being like, Kiske and I are going to the Christmas village. Y'all should come, too. There's Mm -hmm. a North Pole bar and there's elves and drunk times or whatever. And so then on the way back. Sully's like, after high tea, after the the mm-hmm. tour where, of course, Kikea like totally melts and has a great time and jokes and whatever. She turns into her normal self when she's not in competition mode. She's like, yeah, so now we're definitely going to go to that thing after hours because bonding and teamwork and all that. Mm-hmm. And she almost decides to go. Mm-hmm. But then she does a big rude. Okay. I thought that that was part of the thing. No. And then everybody went like later with that. Yeah. Like, I thought then they pieced out and because no. they got pissed. Okay. I mean, and I really think we need to contextualize her state of mind before I say what she says because it's mm-hmm. truly awful. Mm-hmm. She's like in this anxiety spiral because the Beccas didn't join everybody else. <laughs> yeah, they went shopping. Yeah, they fucked off to go shopping. And so Kiskea at this point is sitting there on the bus spinning out because she's like going over her rules. You know, she's got she's got rules about how she was supposed to act on this trip. And what's going to be the key to her success and all of that. And Sully's trying to be cute. Like, she's making up a name for their team. Yeah. She's like, we're team Soul Kiss. Yeah. And like, she's like a Brangelina name. She calls her Chula. And then... Oh, my gosh. Uh, Kiske is like, 
no, you can't call me that. And she's like, okay, Chulita. Oh, and like, and I know, got she's chills. like snurfling on her and stuff. Oh, it's so and, good. Because he's just not having any of it. So just, you know, like Sully is trying hard. She is. And because Kay is just not giving her anything. She's yeah. so in her head. She's trying to, she's trying to pump her up a lot. And she's like, no, mm-hmm. these Dominicanas are going to like do it. Yeah, she's like, you know? we've got these Beccas. Like we're going to, yeah. you know, she's. Great. And so, meanwhile, Kiskea is like, no, I am certain that they told us they were going shopping, but they actually went and found a commercial kitchen to practice in before we get any practice. Like, she's really spinning. Mm -hmm. And then she says, in her inner monologue, she says, rule number three, no kissing your kitchen partners. I turned my head away before I said it. I need a little space, Sully. You're just a lot. I get that you want to do it for the culture and everything. I felt like an asshole making air quotes. But I'm not going to be all over the top Dominican. That's not my style. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like silence because she has verbally punched Sully in her very sweet face. Oh, yeah. And I think it's not only just like personally insulting. I think it's like culturally insulting to Sully. Like she's yeah. like, what does it mean to be over the top Dominican? Right. Like, what the hell is she even talking about? And yeah. Like, so it's it's like several levels devastating for Sully. In this and moment. it's a girl she wants to kiss a little. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I thought we were going to have a good time. So they get off the bus. And Sully, like, does not acknowledge her at all. She walks towards the door and then she turns back and she says, I'm not going to make a scene and, like, play into the stereotype of, like, oh, the Latinas are are getting in a fight before the competition even starts. Yeah, making drama. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Making drama. And so, just so you know, you've got your wish. I'm going to leave you the fuck alone. It's all business from here. And she, like, walks away. <sighs> and it's a, it's a big oof. It's yeah. a big oof. Until like two hours later, because they announce you guys that there's only one bed. 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 Big Hollywood baking announcement. We're all staying in this castle. And gosh darn it. Golly. We've got to room up because there's not enough rooms in the castle. Shoot. And oh no, the rooms that we have, they only have the one bed. There's only the one bed. Ridiculous. I love it so So hard. But the, and then they're like, oh wait, this just in. Beep boop beep. There's a cottage on the <laughs> on the campus for where we can where the judges can go. So there is one room with two beds if somebody uh-huh. would want it. And so Kiskea's like, I need to fix this because I've turned my partner into a wooden statue of anger. Mm-hmm. And so she because the boys, the boys who are like looking at each other with heart eyes already. They're like, oh, no, that's totally fine. We can definitely take a one bedroom. No problem. <laughs> and then they're like, OK, so one more one more team needs to do it. And Kiske is like, OK, this is against all my rules and everything. And this is going to be really hard. But like we can also take the one bedroom. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. we can uh, we can do that. And so the fucking entitled Becca's get two beds, but it's fine. It works out for the best assholes. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. They don't. They don't need one bed. They don't need only one bed. No, they don't. Our heroines. They need they only need one bed. It. Also, like they're talking yeah. about who's going to make a run at the two beds, and is it Derek and Alex that are the two guys that yeah. are into each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Th- she kind of is like, "Are you going to make the run at this two bed thing?" And Derek <laughs> is like, "It says he cups his hand over his mouth and like whispers loudly, <laughs> like I'm going to try to convince him to take advantage of me later." <laughs> those two are a really big bright spot adorable uh all right so then they're they're heading up 
And when they're alone in a corridor outside their room, Sully turns around and she's like, what the fuck? Why are you acting like you don't hate my extra Dominican-ness, you know? And Kiske mm-hmm. is like, I never said that. And then Sully like leans in really close with her curly hair and her beautiful, loving breath. And she's like, what if I sleep naked? Her beautiful, loving breath. Listen, Did you guys hear that? I can't. Gorgeous. <laughs> Just the wordsmithing. Anyway, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> I just want the HBs to hear every word we say, you know? I, I hear Sometimes you. we go fast. It's true. It's and true. when it's good, we should slow it down. You really you know? can't rush this brilliance, you know? Mm-mm, mm-mm. So, so she says, what if I sleep naked? And mm-hmm. then Kiskea says, it's too cold. And then she <laughs> leans in and she breathes on her ear and she says, I always run hot. You should know that by now. it's hot it's hot it's hot in here (laughs) okay my note is oh fuck balls all right so now we're in sully's perspective and they go to the room and sully decides to just like fully fuck with her so she's Mm -hmm. like sitting on the bed and she's bouncing on them so it bounces up and down Mm yeah and then she's like why don't you come over here and like take a seat next to me and kiske is like we've got this whole thing we got we got competition information to look through we've got to study what kind of cakes and cookies are gonna make us yeah there's two cakes and cookies that they tell you about in in advance and Mm -hmm. that you can practice and then there's a third surprise one and then they do that three times yeah wow she gives her these little pins so she has so sully has a little pin for herself that's like a little dominican brujita yeah. And then she has one for uh for Kiskea. I guess she was gonna wear both herself, yeah. but then she's like nicely says, here's one, and it's like a little heart, and half of it is the DR flag, and then mm-hmm. half of it's the pride flag, which yeah. is cute. So cute. And she like kind of doesn't want to wear it. And they have little um outfits too that Kiskea is gonna get like a yeah. a, a white chef sort of outfit, yeah. and uh Sully's gonna get like a Red apron. A really hot little red apron number, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Ooh, what are those? So she's like, Sully's basically like, you know, you don't have to wear this. I know how you feel about the DR, but like, if you want to, we can wear pins. And this prompts Kiskea to be like, I'm not ashamed of my country, but yeah. I felt you really... to read s- it? Yeah, please, please, please. I've got it right here. I, I feel like it's really well written. It's so good. She says, Sully, it's not that I don't love my country. I do, but it's complicated, okay? She turned her gaze and finally met my eyes for whatever came next. I really don't want to sound like an asshole, but I don't know any other way to say this. She cringed as if already anticipating how I would take whatever she was about to say to me. The DR is not an ancestral home I went to for a few weeks in the summer, which is what Sully had said to her earlier that she went every summer to visit her grandmother. It's where I lived my whole life, you know, and even though I love it, I also know I had to leave it. I couldn't be my full self there. Not really. I haven't been gone long enough to romanticize some of the stuff that was hard. Yeah. Oof. It's it's really good. And then Sully's internal monologue says, fuck, I really misjudged this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and then she says. Oh, yeah. Sorry. She continues. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We get context about the kitchen. Yeah, please read it. It's so good. So she said, to her credit, she didn't scoff or roll her eyes. And this is Kiskea saying, 
I'm just trying to live, Sully. I don't hate myself or my roots, but I've also been cut down more than once for, quote, bastardizing the classics when I've tried to do something like back home or put my own spin on a recipe. I don't want to be humiliated. So, yeah, I'm careful of not overdoing it in the kitchen. It's shitty that I have to think that way, but it is what it is. And then and they so, start over. Oh, uh, and, they and so Sully's like, can we start over? Uh, yeah. And then they introduce themselves and it's all in Spanish and it's so very cute. And then they go over the competition information and Sully's like, all right, so now that we've read the whole pamphlet, Kiskea, which recipe are we going to fight about first? Because like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be steamrolled by you. I'm going to put my flavors into the recipes because that's part of why we're here, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm a good baker. I'm not classically trained like you are, but I am nothing to sniff at. And so, oh my gosh. And then oh, Kiskea looks at her and she's like, oh, I, I think you should know before we start, I fight dirty. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Sully's like, oh, I don't even, I don't think I know what that means. And then Kiskea comes in and she like does a face touch, or like a temple mm-hmm. touch. And she's like, oh, oh right. you had you had a little piece of glitter on your face. That's why I'm doing this. Uh-huh. And then she trails her hand down. And then Kiskea's like, what would she do if I just leaned into her touch? And then she can't help it anymore. And she turns her head and she bites Kikea's palm. And I just about died. It reminded me of that Sarah McLean tooth scrape. Remember that? Yes. The tooth scrape. On the wrist. This is like the fifth time (sighs) I brought up the tooth scrape. But it's important to continue to talk about. I hear you. I hear you. It's a romance legend. (laughs) So then they almost kiss right there. And then, of course, as soon as they're like millimeters away from each other, Mm -hmm. someone pounds on the door and is like, wardrobe time. (laughs) Go to the wardrobe. And then Kiskea says, that wasn't smart. And she runs out the door like a goddamn coward. Okay. So then they have practice time because each day, the whole week is going to be practice day, competition day, practice day, competition day, rinse, repeat. Mm -hmm. So they have practice time and Sully like can't get over how hot Kiskea is with her effortless style. And it says like her mix of femme and butch that gets me every time. Ooh, And she gets caught staring at her. But then Kiskea gets like a different packet and she's like, oh, my God, famous chef is judge. Famous chef I want yeah. apprenticeship is judge. The one with the, that you can win the apprenticeship with yes. in L.A. So not the cool New York one, but the traditional L.A. one. He is judge. Yes. What is his name? Who cares? Jean, Jean Georges. Jean Georges. Jean Brock. Jean Georges. <laughs> <laughs> See, it was important You're that right. I look up his we name. We needed that. You're right. <laughs> Okay. I remember it being stupid. So, there you go. <laughs> Appropriately stupid. Mm-hmm. All right. So then she's worried about impressing him. And Kiskea totally steamrolls Sully about the recipes for the first yeah. challenge. Sully wants to do some like Caribbean flavors yeah. and some like some island flavors and stuff. And um, she's like, no, we're doing this traditional. This is going to be sugar plum flavor. Yeah. And then when Sully's like, well, what is that? She's like, sugar plums. Do you not know what sugar plums are? Like, it's not a real fruit, but like, we could try to do it. Like, yeah. She's such a dick about everything. And so she's a bit of a dick. Yeah. She's like, okay, I'm going to cave to you on the first one. That's fine. But the yeah. second one is like shortbread houses. Yes. Scotland type shortbreads houses. Right. And she's like, what I would like to do is do houses like the traditional houses yeah. in the Dominican Republic and make them like pastel colors with little white shutters 
on them and then put little garlands on them and then make them like I forget what the flavors were, but they were great. Like oh, coconut and lime, so good. I wanna say. Yeah, key lime shortbread houses, I think. No. That's something else. Regardless. No, it's they like, were shortbread houses, but yeah, they yeah. I don't remember what the yeah, yeah, I thought um, it was key lime coconut, was. but I think that's the next challenge. It might be. Yeah, there's so like, many good flavors in this yeah. thing. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, Adriana Herrera is famous for that. If you sign up for her newsletter, you get like a free copy of this whole recipe book that she made. <gasps> it's incredible. For this? No, no, no. For like for like everything. It's like Afro-Latinx recipes. It's it's amazing. That That is the best newsletter sweetener I've ever heard I know. of an author having. It's She's like, brilliant. Uh, another scene. Mm, <laughs> I could take or leave it. <laughs> yeah. But like a cookbook from American uh-huh. Dreamer and this, I would really... And the other books in yeah. that series that I can't remember the names of right now because I haven't read them. But like, I would I would buy this cookbook right now. I know. I would lose for my dollars. Mind. I know. Okay. So, all right. So she, and, and speaking of Kiskea being a dick, um, Sully says, I want to make the shortbread into casitas. And Ooh. Sully's like, or Kiskea says, oh, that just yeah. means small houses. That just and means small like, houses. Yo, habla espanol, you bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, she's you so know mean. what I mean, you asshole. The flavors <laughs> are lemon and coconut in the shortbread yes. and uh, Valencia orange and either clove or nutmeg in the, they make little palm trees. And yes. I don't remember whether they go with cloves or nutmeg. Ooh. I hope it's cloves because I like a clove. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Oh, and then, so then Sully's like, all right, now I need to do my ritual also i'm excited for it to piss off my partner she yeah she's like well she doesn't like dominican shit she better get the fuck buckle up because it's about to get real dominican in here (laughs) oh it was so funny oh so she gets out a sage smudge and she starts smudging the kitchen and kiske is like what the fuck are you doing like what is (laughs) happening right now in my pristine kitchen and she's like why are you doing that why are you trying to do this to me and Sully looks at her and she's like, this isn't about you. This is what I do in every new kitchen, like to get my head straight and to, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's my ritual, man. It's very cute. I really liked it. It was really funny. Yeah. All right. So they do the recipe times. Mm-hmm. The first one was fine. They didn't really wow the judges yeah, with the it, but it was fine. didn't go over super well, Kiskea. So like, no. why don't and, you be true to yourself? And the recipe that they really liked mm-hmm. was... The shortbread and uh, no, I was going to say in the first challenge, it was Kaori and Gustavo's uh, recipe because they married uh, Kaori's Japanese flavors. Yeah. I forget where Gustavo's from. Central Um, America. She just said Central America. Yeah, I think it's a Central America. Yeah. But like they married those two flavors and like did something really inventive. Yeah, it was like a black sesame something or other. And I started salivating. I love a sesame. And Sully like leaned over and was like, I told you so. Yeah. (laughs) She doesn't doesn't hold back. She's just Mm -hmm. like, oh, look at that. They used the flavors from their home countries Mm -hmm. and the judges found it inventive and charming. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) And the third one goes over really well. Because they're like, ooh, these shortbreads are so yummy. Yeah. And everything is so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So to her credit, Kiskea is like, because they're they're like swooning over this piping that's happened. Because she made like a a whole church. She made like each little casita. She did all the garland and the lights. And like, it's amazing. Oh, so and it is cute when the judges are, oh, were, were you about to say this? When the judges are looking at all that stuff, she's like. Sully did all the piping on the cake. Yeah. Sully did the wreaths. She did the... She all did the all the beautiful things. And the then thing. 
Sully, mm-hmm. without skipping a beat, looks directly at Jean-Georges Bushmata. Jean-Georges. And, Jean-Georges. And, he's, and she goes, Kiskea did all the pastry. And, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's heart just, like, melts into a million little beautiful nuggets. So then we go back to the <laughs> castle. And um, Sully has stolen some chili mango treats yeah. from the place and she's yeah, she in did. bed just chowing down on those chili mangoes mm-hmm. and Kiskea goes into the bathroom and she oh, calls boy. her and Sully calls her mom I don't know I found I mean we'll get to it when we get to it that- but Sully calls her mom and her mom's like hey I found the other girl you're with and I followed her on Instagram uh-huh. <laughs> she's a very overbearing like in your business she like friended her on like mm-hmm. social media and stuff and she's like yeah, she's okay. She's just weird about putting like Dominican spices and things right. and like using flavors. And they kind of have a talk about Kiskea while Kiskea's in the bathroom. So Sully mm-hmm. keeps being like, is she still in there? Because like we're talking pretty loud yeah. about like how she's abandoning her heritage <laughs> out here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, continue. So, so, then, so, so you then, seemed excited um, to talk about what happens next. Oh, I mean, aren't I ever. Husbands and authors, Jeff and Will, bring you exclusive author interviews, book recommendations, and explore the latest in gay pop culture. Recent guests on the show include Maz Maddox, author of a Wild West shifter romance series, Jace Ellis, who told the story of writing her male-male romance series as a love letter to her husband, as well as Suzanne Brockman, who broke new ground in 2007 when she featured a gay wedding in her Troubleshooter series. Each month, Jeff and Will also offer a deep dive discussion on a book as part of the Big Gay Fiction Book Club. Jeff and Will are huge fans of Adriana Herrera, who was recently featured on their show. And if you check them out this week in episode 276, you can hear audiobook narrator Sean Crisden read an excerpt from Adriana's latest book, American Christmas. That's part of their holiday storytime episode. You can find Big Gay Fiction Podcast every week on your favorite podcatcher or on YouTube. So subscribe immediately. So Kiskea comes out and she finds out about the Instagram thing. And at first she's like, wait, what? And then <laughs> after she's like, on Instagram? yeah, she's like, I followed her back. and then then sully looks at her and she's like what are you who are you texting what are you doing over there i'm bored look at me look how pretty i am look at my boobs sully is such an attention whore i love her and so kiske is like i'm not texting i'm writing down all of the things we need to improve on tomorrow all of the things we did wrong today on her phone, which she's not allowed to have in the kitchen. It's the act of writing it down that cements oh, it in your I brain. Oh, I know. Go fuck yourself. I understand. <laughs> yeah, it does seem weird. But though. I also recognize that it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all been but there, though. But they have though. a good heart-to-heart here. I don't know. I don't remember how, but they have, have like, to, a kind of a coming out. I do what, have to so? say one thing. I, yes. I mean, I can tell you exactly how it happens. So Sully is talking about, like, all the things, and then she's like, you know what? I'm feeling stressed and horny and I've got a really hot lady in front of me. So like, I may as well shoot my shot. And so she goes, we're like the Carol Danvers and Maria Rambo of the baking world. She pursed mm-hmm. her lips, but I could see she was very close to cracking a smile. So I decided to shoot my shot, except more like the AO3 version because I'm like really gay. <laughs> um, and then Sully decides to try to seduce Kiskea. And so she's like leaning over with all of her cleavage 
And then um, she gets derailed when Kiskea asks about what she would do with the money. Mm-hmm. And so then we get a little bit of Sully's background. She's put her life on hold because her mom broke her shoulder on the job and it took her a really, really long time to recover. She like took a fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a little family bodega that her brother runs. But before everything happened, she was doing tons of bakes and like posting them on Instagram. And then Mm. people would just like show up and line up around the block at the bodega to pick up all of their purchases. So she says that like maybe she'll use the money as like a way to start this online business. Well, that's what her mom wants her to do with it. And she's also like, but there's a little piece of me that's like, maybe I should just put it away just in case something else happens to my mom because I want to make sure she's okay. Yeah. So then Kiskea gets a beer because she says, wow, it's so amazing that your mom and your parents have been so supportive. And she gets a beer for both of them. And she's like, my parents were not very Mm -hmm. supportive, um, especially when I came out. And they also really, really didn't want her to come to America either. Then they're sitting there. There's this there's some beautiful, beautiful passages about like the way she understands her parents um, homophobia specifically towards lesbians. Yeah, because she's like, I had an uncle who was gay and he would bring his boyfriends to um, family events and stuff. But she says something to the effect of there's so much toxic masculinity in the culture that they understood why a man would want another man, but they could not process why somebody would want nothing to do with men at all. And I was yeah, like, whoa. Is, yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. I've heard before that in American culture and maybe in other cultures as well, that yeah. people are more homophobic toward gay men Correct. than yeah. lesbians or, you know, women who love other women. I guess right, I right, shouldn't right. like pigeonhole it, but yeah, because of the idea that they, they're afraid of like being the person who like gets fucked or, you know, like get is used and, yeah. you know, like that whole thing of like, no, men are the ones that are in control in the sexual right. situation. And the idea that somebody could take a man and have, have him not be in control in the, in a sexual situation, which, right. you know, everybody's in control all the time. Like, I yeah, feel like, like I'm saying things wrong. No, but no, no. That's, but that's the thing that you're the saying it wrong because it feels really wrong. Yeah, it feels not. Yeah, right. but but that is a but that like is a that's view. the thing that people are afraid of if right. they're if they've got this really internalized misogyny like toxic masculinity mindset. Yeah. So and I never heard it phrased that way of like in some cultures or in some. Some other wonderful, yeah. Some other iterationistic <laughs> yeah. we hadn't even thought of yet. I know that um, people would be more hateful toward female gay relationships. It's like God, it never ends. It never ends. I know. The creativity of, of I know, the- and I feel like it's also there's also this sort of idea that it's more acceptable because it's still attractive to men. Right. That's the it. idea yeah. of two women being together is still attractive to men. And like, maybe they still have an in or like, mm-hmm. you know, um, that it might be a phase. Well, that it's performative, that it is for them it's in per- some way. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, this was like, that passage was just so illuminating for me. Yeah. <laughs> we learn about new kinds of hate every day. Yay! <laughs> it's just horizons <laughs> opening of more different kinds of hate. This does. <laughs> And so they're looking at each other, sitting against the headboard, and oh, Sully gets very shocked because Kiskea looks at her and she says, I really want to kiss you right now. 
And then they like fumble to put their beers down so they don't knock over. And then mm-hmm. Sully kneels in front of her and she like snurfles up on her. Oh, and then there's this beautiful passage because she's looking at the the slight variation of their skin tones. And she says, I imagined us as little bits of soil, of earth, from the same place that had been picked up and scattered. And now we were here, blending back together, finding each other so far from where we'd come from. Whew. Nice. Just the writing of this is just But gorgeous. I want to talk about something that was not so beautiful. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and that is Kiskea saying to Sully mm-hmm. that she mm-hmm. does think that they need a little bit of stress relief. Because when no, she went Sully to the says bathroom, that to Kiskea. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That Kiskea says that when she went to the bathroom, she no. was going to quote. Sully says that. She's like, no, I was. No, Kiskea was the one that no, was in the bathroom. No, she said, because. So Sully says, I was going to go. And have a oh. private moment where I can right. rub Here, one here's out. The t- <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing, HBs. If you were in a roommate situation <laughs> where it's just you and somebody else in a hotel room, do not. You do not. No. 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 That's terrorism. That's the definition of it. <laughs> If you silently masturbate in the bathroom no, where you're doing listen, a, a ton of other I had this things. situation with a person <laughs> who we both know who I will tell you later Please. who was constantly rooming with me on speech I'm trips. I'm making a note of it right now. <sighs> Is it she... the same person who never had her shirt on? No. <laughs> no, but I wish it was. <laughs> had, had it been that person, I would have forgiven her. I would have been like, oh, you. Um, this is a person who I didn't like anyway, so it was oh, just another it's rough. Thing. It's rough. She would go to the bathroom, take her laptop to the bathroom. Oh, that's different. And then take a shower for like two hours until there was no hot water left in the motel six. No, that's actually terrorism. Yes! And maybe, okay, you're right. Maybe she could have gone in there, gotten it done in 10 minutes, yeah. and left. Maybe. But if you're like not. in the shower. Listen, I was Water's triggered running. by this. Nobody knows. You 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 do not take spank yeah. material. You need to just like log that in your brain. <sighs> and we would just be like, why do you need your laptop in the bathroom? <laughs> and she'd be like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, is I she emails? Is she. <laughs> Is she Skyping with some person? I cannot wait to find out who this is. Oh, wow. You know who this is. You know that it is. (gasps) Do I know who it is? Is it who I think it is? It probably is. I don't know. And then another time this person was staying with me over the summer because she was in the dorms and I had Mm -hmm. my own apartment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. um, she would do sex stuff on and to herself. (laughs) While sleeping in the common area of oh, my apartment. Don't do no, that on my not, couch in my common area. Not in Under the common my blanket. <laughs> Don't do that. There was a time where I knew she was out in the living room doing sex on herself. <laughs> and there was the, uh, I had ordered a pizza and the pizza guy was here. And it's like, well, all right. So you start like, clanging come. pots on the way to the front door. The pizza is here now. God, <laughs> so awkward. Okay, all right. In this context, 
you have baggage. Also, she was under there with like a phone and she was like whispering to somebody. No, so it like I wasn't it. even like a totally solo act. No. I don't know what was happening. I hated it. Don't have phone sex in front of your friends when you don't get their consent. Yeah. She don't did, oh, do by that. the way, when I got into the living room, she didn't it didn't stop. It no. wasn't like, oh, I'm so sorry. Well, are you here? It was just like a lot of movement under the thing. <gasps> Oof. Oh, Oof. No. Oof. <laughs> you, you have baggage. It was not like that in this book. It was not like that. There are two that. people listening that know exactly the situation <laughs> I was talking about because they were there. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to the sexy times because, God damn it, they were super, super I? sexy. <laughs> are we on? Are we on? has come show? out of a fog. <laughs> <laughs> she was transported back to her trauma. <laughs> It was. It was triggering me. It was. It really was. You did it to yourself. Honestly, I think that's the right word. I think I was triggered by her going to the thing she was going to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Anyway, all right. All right. So, holy hot sex, Captain Marvel. Uh, They, so, Sully, like, she gets up in Kiskea's ear and she's like, besame Kiskea. And then they don't even do that they don't even kiss first she just like goes no, straight they do for the, the nipples thing that you like where they do other stuff first <laughs> so they don't even have their first kiss yet and Kiskea like asks permission and then she slowly puts her hands up her shirt and she starts tweaking on her nipples and then Sully's like I can come just like this and so she starts tweaking them even more and then then they kiss and it's a hot and then so they're they're still doing that and then Sully is finally like, okay, put your hand in my pants. So she penetrates her while still tweaking, still making out. Sully's just like gyrating on top of her, man. And boy, <laughs> boy, it's geyser time. And then afterwards, oh no, and during this, <laughs> during this whole thing, Kiskea's like talking super dirty to her. Did you love the dirty talk? I loved the dirty talk. So she's like, Oh, Sully's like, tell me what you're going to do later. And she's like, I'm going to bend you over that couch. And I'm going to go down on you from behind until your legs shake and they turn to jelly. And then I'm going to sit on your face for so long. And Sully, that's what triggers it. And Sully just like goes off the deep end. And it's so hot. And then- Here's the thing. I, <laughs> I thought it was fine. You had too I much think- trauma. You were triggered. <laughs> you couldn't I think, I you was didn't think anything triggered. was hot after I that. I was not in the mood for this book. I think the other thing is, as a straight-ish, I mean, maybe Jennifer Lawrence woman. <laughs> no, you'd never, you would never touch her glit. No, I would You would make out. No. No. <laughs> Full body shudder. <laughs> yeah, you're straight, babe. You just have a very, very large admiration for for women. You guys, I tried. I gave gave it such a try. (laughs) Which, you know. Um, But anyway, as a straight lady, I feel like reading this from the perspective of the mindset of the lady that was doing stuff on the other lady. (laughs) Well, I'm serious. I'm serious. Was less sexy than if we would have been in Sully's head for being on the receiving stuff was being done to her yeah i think it was kind of it was similar to like to when what was the alien that had all the vaginas in his tummy pardon me oh 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 yeah um skylar xylar yeah xylar Xylar. you know i was like okay i could see where you know xylar but i was like meh (laughs) you know not for me (laughs) 
Yes. Uh, I'm well, sorry. I'm not trying to <laughs> not trying to compare the female anatomy to Xylar's mini vaginas. I didn't mean it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I understood what you Do you understand meant. though? Yes. Okay. I understand what you meant. It was sexy. I it just wasn't you. like crazy sexy for that reason. I think that yeah. was the reason why I couldn't really get into it. And meanwhile, when we read Kiskea saying all of the dirty talk, I think I, in my brain, put myself in the position of hearing it. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? So I had both yeah. the hot of her doing stuff and mm-hmm. the hot of hearing it. I think third person might have helped me, too. I don't know. Oh, maybe. But, you know, it being first person doing stuff on a lady, I was kind of like, I can see where objectively it's hot. I just am not finding it hot. Yeah, completely. So I just want it noted for the record that there is mm-hmm. a full-on traditional Highlander finger banging. And oh, it's in, in Edinburgh. Yeah. <laughs> There's several, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you do bagpipes, it looks like a chicken dance. <laughs> well, that's what you gotta do. You gotta fill that bag up, man. <laughs> okay. Oh, and then they decide to keep sexing as, like, Oh, also, Sully goes down on Kiskea. It's a very hot. It's all hot. They do yeah. sex on each other. Right, right, right. Don't think it's one-sided. It's not. They do Certainly sex not. reciprocally on both <laughs> of their vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then they decide to, like, keep this up throughout the week. And they have this moment because Sully says, like, oh, man, I can't. I'm so excited for, like, the next three days to do this. Mm-hmm. And they're both kind of like, oh, God, three days. That's the. Okay. So now... They are at the final challenge. It's final challenge time. We've seen, I don't know why I don't have notes about the second day. They do like a whole practice in the second day, but I'm pretty sure it's like roughly herbs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they do a great job. It's not like phenomenal, but they make it to the finals, everybody. And they're going against the Beccas. Dun, dun, dun. dun. So they are practicing. And they make, oh my God. So the theme is Santa Claus is coming to town. And they decide they're going to do this whole Santa in the Caribbean, like on a sleigh, bring in presents, and they're going to do it in a snow globe with him like on a beach. Mm -hmm. It's so good. And they make this beautiful thing and they make like a cake and then they're cleaning They're practicing, practicing, right? Practicing, 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 making plans, doing all the stuff. They make this gorgeous cake. The snow globe situation is made out of like, it's a sugar dome. Mm -hmm. These people are magicians, I swear to Christ. Mm -hmm. And so then this is where I got a little, I was like, sort of like screaming at my phone the whole time as I was reading on my Kindle app. When they did sex in that little kitchen? They're at work. With other people there. In a in a kitchen. In a communal kitchen. So the Beccas have constructed like a paraffin wall between them. <laughs> it's like the yeah. tiniest little wall. Yeah. So that they can't see each other's, you know, trade secrets. Um, and so then like something happens, they start talking frisky, they start being, you know, dirties. And then Kiskea just puts Sully up on a counter. And Sully says it's our fantasy to do it in a kitchen. Yeah, and so what can what can you do but make your beloved dreams come true? You know, like I really understand the premise. Hard limit. But I had a hard it's time like, because you're locked. At work. This is a sound stage. It's like, a sound stage. Somebody could come There's in crews. and check the lighting at any moment. Yeah. 
this is a competition. So it feels like there should be people monitoring something around. I don't know. This is not a locked situation. This is not a private kitchen. There are literally two other people. They've got music going, but like they're right there. Uh Oh, man. And so she does a big cunnilingus on Sully. Mm -hmm. And Sully's doing a big moan. And she's like trying to get her to stop doing the moan while also still trying to make her feel real nice. Mm -hmm. And then the Beckas are like, Hey, hey, everything's everything okay. okay? Uh, I feel like I'm hearing animal noises. Is there what's like, going on? What's that um smacking sound? Uh, oh god, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and Kiskea tries to like disengage and Sully. I mean, this was this was this hot. Is hot. This is a I'm power sorry. move. <laughs> I loved hot. it. I loved everything about it. She like pulls her head back and she says, "You finish what you started." And then she's like, "Everything's everything's fine over here. Everything's t- totally fine." And then she comes. She just comes right there in front of the Beckas and the baking gods. Not in front. Not in front of the be- next to the Beckas there with the walls. Is the tiniest rice paper thin wall it's like a rice paper wall (laughs) it's not a wall and before this they had been like okay we have to make sure that we bring our journal home with all of our diagrams and trade secrets oh and they've been suspecting the beckas of stealing things already like they suspiciously have the same flavors as other people after they go practice at the same time as them which seems like a weird move i know why would, why would you help? do that? Yeah. Why would you try to recreate a thing that somebody's already doing? You should be like, oh, good. I won't use custard in right. this one. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Stupid Beckas. Stupid Beckas are stupid. Yeah. And arrogant. Mm-hmm. And assholes. I don't know if I've made that clear. So mm-hmm. then they can't, they just can't wait to like get the rest of their clothes off. You know, is this, there was a scene where there was like a Scottish I think we I think we missed a Scottish kiss and a sky like there was a big yeah they did like they moment. went for a walk and they had a good romance oh they're, sorry oh Kiskea's like I can't believe this is the same sky that you see in Santo Domingo and yeah. then they're mm-hmm. both like they're looking at up at the sky saying I've never mm-hmm. seen stars before no that's not and then true. it totally works and they make out hard they've seen snow they've seen stars <laughs> they're not idiots <laughs> okay Sorry. So then they go home and they can't wait to just like rip each other's clothes off. But this time they want to do it in private. So they fuck off as fast as they can. And there's this like niggling thought in the back of Kiskea's mind that's like, what did I forget? Mm, I don't know. And my note, I I don't know if you need to know how smart I am, Aaron. Mm-hmm. But my note is, <gasps> forgot journal with all recipes and plans. Yeah, everyone knew they were going to do that while they were there. And they were like, Remember- come on. I'm basically a fucking spy. Why would why would our queen, Ariana Herrera, set up that the Beckas were stealing shit and then have them bring their notebook to that kitchen and then out loud say, remember to bring the notebook. <laughs> I'm so smart. Sorry, Melody. So smart, Melody. Thank you. Thanks. You probably know what the darkness button means every time. Honestly, I did. You know what? <laughs> I did. Yes. Darkness. <laughs> it should mean darkness. If it says on it darkness, you would think that it means darkness. <laughs> uh, oh, no, we can't go back there. I'll never get through this. Okay. So then the next day, the Beckas have like 30 extra minutes because they've been they've been stealing everybody's ideas and like winning more challenges than everybody else because they're entitled mm-hmm. assholes. 
And so they, so the judges go up to them and they're like, Becca's, what do you have planned for today? And one of these motherfuckers looks straight at Kiskea and she's like, we're making a snow globe. And obviously they have a full on fucking meltdown because they have to completely revamp every single component of their plan that they had like down to a T yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So they go into this pantry and Kiskea has a big meltdown and she finally mm-hmm. reveals to Sully that this is the only way she can see extending her work visa and otherwise she has to go back to the Dominican Republic. Which is kind of weird, right? And I bought it. I feel like she could get a different job. Yeah. She's been working in kitchens this whole time. Mm. She's got enough notoriety be- to be invited to Scotland to compete in this thing. Do the immigration people care about that? I feel like you need to be like a scientist. I think you just need to have like a job to have a work visa. No? No. Oh, okay. Especially not in this administration. Fuck no. You do not. My sister just had a friend who's been living here for uh, seven years and he has so this saying- big time tech job and the Trump administration just fucking took away his visa and he had to go home. So this this job is like not prestigious home enough. that Exactly. Oh, okay. Because yes. I thought she just needed to get a job no. for this visa. And no. I was just like, well, just get another job in another great kitchen where, like where you're currently working. I don't understand. Okay. No, that's not it. how immigration okay. works, especially now. Ugh. Well, I know Julio Torres had to get a special genius immigration pass. Did you know about that? It's, no. It's funny. He, he, got, he got like a special creative genius one he talks about in his stand-up a lot. <laughs> He's like, immigration said I was a creative genius. <laughs> so <laughs> That's amazing. I love him. I'm in love with him. I'm sorry. I didn't understand. I thought I was just like, get a different job. I don't I don't get it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I guess no, this I is prestigious. That. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then Sully's like, why didn't you tell me? And she goes, well, like, it's my it's my deal. And but I don't have oh, she says, I don't have the luxury of ignoring reality, Sully, like you do. And Sully is a goddamn pro. And even though her girlfriend is being the worst to her right now, and she's like, okay, you know what? We don't have time to fight. We have like 17 minutes before we have to start. So let's just make a new plan. They make a new plan all together. They incorporate similar ideas. Like it's on the same bedrock of like baking situations, Mm -hmm. but they have to completely redo it. Oof. So then Kiskea like sort of says sorry. And then Sully says, I don't ignore reality. I'm just grateful for what I have. Let's go win this thing. You know, like Mm -hmm. that's not verbatim, but that's essentially what she says. So they go and they bake their beautiful faces off. Mm -hmm. They are the dream team. They're working in tandem in ways that are just revolutionary, I would say, frankly. Mm -hmm. And the Beccas go up to get judged and the judges say, Becca's. Hmm. This seems a little rushed. Yeah. This seems like I don't know. Did you even practice it? And like the answer is no, you thieves. No. You know, maybe it's not that they their plan was to steal from others. Like you know, when we're like that's not a great plan. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's that they have no ideas of their own. Yeah. Yeah. They can't think of any yeah. ideas, and so that's what it is. It's not like ooh, we'll steal what they have and then do the same thing. Yeah. 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 You know. It's just the only idea that they have is to steal from others. I think that is much more in line with like their baking prowess. Because they well. can't make a croissant witch or a donut cake. No, they can't do that. No. They can't hashtag cupcake cuties. There's no 
There's no ring lights on the holiday baking There's championships. No fucking ring lights, not like in our offices, you know. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> okay. And the judges are absolutely wowed. Like Jean Georges is like, hmm, I think I'm gonna take this macaroon with me because he's like the worst and super taciturn. Sorry, and it terrible. is it is a macaron. Oh a macaron. It is a Parisian macaron. So sorry. You should be. And then as the judges go to deliberate. Kiskea goes after Sully because Sully like just goes to take five outside of the studio and she says thank you just thank you and Sully looks at her and she goes you don't need to thank me I wanted to win too I just don't need to treat people like shit to do it yeah burn that's some truth right there it is an accurate burn it is and so then Kiskea says that no matter what happens she knows she's already lost Oh, mm-hmm. no, because mm-hmm. she's in love. And throughout this, Sully's been like, what if you took the internship in New York? Question mark. Would that be a thing you could do? And she's like, no, I have to take the internship in L.A. That's the one that I want. That's the traditional baking, traditional yeah. one, not the cool, sexy, creative one. Right. Not the Brooklyn one. I don't understand. One. Certainly not. the not. cool Brooklyn one. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So guess what? They win. They win. They kick those Becca's asses. And Jean-Georges is... He goes up to Kiskea and he's like, congratulations, you'd be working in my bakery. Yeah. And she's like, oh, no, I won't. I've decided not to take it. I am taking a different route with my mm-hmm. life. Well, because notably, he says, I'm so glad that you have res- respect for the, respect the, the classes. The, the, the classic classics. Sorry. Traditional. Yeah. Recipes flavor. are classics for a reason. And like, yes. don't you bring your Dominicanness into my kitchen, basically. And she's like, you know what? I'm done denying myself. Go fuck yourself, Jean Georges. Never mind. Yeah, See Jean you later. Georges. You're great. Goodbye. Jean Georges, goodbye. <laughs> and she said, it's nice. She's like, if I worked there, how long would it be until my true self faded into the blue? Yeah, I would hate you know, myself. It, it, was, it was very sweet. But then, but she doesn't oh. get Sully back and the, they go home on their planes but then but then it is heartbreaking but then sully's in her bodegas christmas days christmas eves christmas eves sully's in her bodega working with her mom and her mom's like i gotta go to the outlet mall i'm gonna go fuck off for no reason by the way you're in love with that girl right just want to plant that seed real quick before i go um have fun i think that you can work out your life if you're just like open-minded okay bye and her mom fucks off and then boom 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 on the door yeah there's kiskea and she brings over and she has some mistletoes which is poisonous and it's on what a cake of some kind no it's just a bushel of mistletoes i thought and i thought it was on some kind of like a treat no, no she brought chili mangoes with her she brought a bag of yes. chili mangoes because she knows i'm she just saying don't get excited about the chili mangoes and eat that mistletoe because it is poison <laughs> no, <laughs> that's all i'm saying hbs please this christmas yuletide don't confuse mistletoe with chili mangoes that is Thank our you. health and safety alert for the year. I'm sorry. Am I the weird one here? <laughs> am I the asshole? <laughs> okay. And I love Sully in this moment because she's like, okay, I know that you're a planner for 10 steps ahead and like I'm fucking mad at you. So I don't want to know what this is right now. I know what this is right now. This is a grovel. All right. What I want to know from you is like, where do we go from here? Oh, I love her. <laughs> And Kiske is like, I took the New York internship. I want to be with you forever. I want, I want to find an apartment and like all the things. And so they're going to be in love forever, you guys. And the epilogue, 
you read that epilogue, right? I told you to. Yeah, they're just like doing sex on each other and stuff. Come on, that was a great epilogue. There's strap-on sex, sex, man. And then there's actual face sitting, which we got, you know, we got the illusion to before it all comes true in the end. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely better than like... (laughs) They were sitting in the park and, oh, look, it's it's little baby Jean Georges. <laughs> you know, like, it's better than that. Sure. So the other thing that I want to note is that not only. So also they're engaged. They got engaged on Christmas Eve yesterday. Mm-hmm. But not only did Sully use that money to create her online business, she turned it in to a nonprofit that helps women who have been victims of domestic violence get back on their feet by learning how to bake in commercial kitchens mm-hmm. and it's a big inspire and it is and Kiskea's like head chef at this new place that's a spin-off of that cool brooklyn at brooklyn place and it's just everything's coming up these two you know and mm-hmm. i just loved it so yeah there you go they're gonna get married yeah oh, swoon 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 all right thank you adriana herrera thank, thank you, you so much do you have lady loves? Fuck. Mine is niche in nature. It's niche. But I okay. feel like this could help an HB. It's possible. Okay, tell me everything. So when you have old ice skates and the tongues start to fail, they get wow. a groove. Yeah, very niche. But it's important because it like I figured it out. Okay. And if I can help anyone with this, I need to. Great. It gets it gets a groove in the tongue where all of the all of the laces just kind of then consolidate into that groove. Yeah. And it creates a lace biting situation in your ankle. It cuts off all your circulation. There's nothing you can do about it. You move the laces around, they go back to the groove. There's Ooh, nothing you can that's tough. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, it yeah. kind of like just all settles in. Mm-hmm. Guys, I took some Velcro. The 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 not the soft Velcro, but the other kind of Velcro. You know, like okay. the plasticky sharp the sharp part felt the hook part the hook part not yeah, the yeah. loops but the hooks and the kind that goes on your wall to like stick stuff on your wall mm-hmm. and i stuck it to the tongue of my skate and then that made my laces stick where i put them and not go into the groove and it revolutionized my ice skating foot pain wow it blew my mind guys and then the laces stick you know because they the laces are fabrics and so they stick there so if you have little kids that this is happening to you, it happens when you bend your ankle, all of the laces go into one spot and it hurts your ankles. Like, you know, when little kids gotcha. hurt their ankles really mm-hmm. bad when they're ice skating, part of it is strength, but part of this is this lace bite situation. And so if you put this stick on your kids' skates or on your skates, it was, this probably doesn't matter for hockey skates, but figure skates for sure. Okay. It really helps. It helps. Awesome. Very cool. That's revolutionary. Yeah. yeah, it really is. All right. Do I have a lady love? I still haven't come up with one. Okay. So you can find us on Instagram at Heating Bosoms, on Twitter at Heating underscore Bosoms. You can email us at Heating Bosoms Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook backslash Heating Bosoms Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Let's just put it in there. Our Facebook group is the Heating Bosoms Geriatric Friendship Cult. Our website is heavingbosoms.com, which is where you can find um, episodes. You can find our merch stores mm-hmm. with all of our fantastic merch. You can Man, find Chickaloo Kate has come out with some new ish, some really great stuff, including all of our all of our catchphrases on a notebook now. 
Yeah. Uh, she's come up with this notebook that says, I've never seen snow before. <laughs> it's <laughs> so good. So good. Um, what else is on the website? The HB Reading Embrace. Yeah, 2021 will be up at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Go there. Patreon. You can get to the Patreon from there. We're doing videos on our Patreon now. We are. And they are so fun. Also, mm-hmm. um, thank you to everybody who's been rating and reviewing us. I super appreciate it. We just got over, we just hit over 700, Aaron. Did you we know did. that? We did. We have well 708 ratings. Yeah. Yep. I'm very excited. If you want to add a rating or review, it would make me the happiest clam because we're trying to get to over 1,000 by by 2022. Yes. That's what we're doing. Yes. All right. So keep being a badass and love yourself as much as you love pressing that darkness button. <laughs> And knowing that it will make <laughs> darkness. And it's it's just that simple. <laughs> yeah. Love yourself that much. I would love that. I would love that if the world were that simple. <laughs> and intuitive. Intuitive. You know? <laughs> so complicated how oh it is, my God. you know? I hear you. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show.